We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. When he starts, he seems to get to 10 points. Mm-hmm. And you tell me that he might get set pieces? My God. Not bad. My God. My God. I'm not going to say, I'm not, I'm not a tower anymore. So I'm not going to give player picks, but. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor at Rotowire. Joined today on this Thursday by Luis Pacheco to preview this week's uh, this weekend's Premier League action. Luis, welcome back. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me back. I, I heard that uh, Blender or Mr. Cooper is out on a cruise, so you know it's it's nice that I can be I can be the the Kieran Trippier to Kyle Walker. It's uh, so. <laughs> a lovely, uh, lovely one right there. Uh, yeah. Before we jump into the Premier League slate, we now have all. 32 World Cup spots taken. I was wondering who you think is going to win the World Cup this or next year. I think um, Brazil. Oh, okay. I think I think Brazil has the best team. Um, I, I feel that you know th- their midfield is kind of like 
very compact. And, you know, having some player like Neymar, and then, you know, you have two players on exploiting the last two years, which is uh, Felipe Coutinho and, and Gabriel Jesus. And I also think that, you know, they, they have enough depth. Um, I mean, as long as Neymar is healthy or not red-carded, they should be fine, which mm. is a very high possibility because people know that Neymar have a short fuse. Yeah. They go against, they go for him and, you know. Well, last World Cup, I mean, they were doing great until I think it was uh, the Colombian guy that played Watford took it down. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Zuniga. Mm-hmm. Juan Zuniga. Or Zuniga, as some Zuniga, people like yeah. to call it. Yeah, it's, it's Zuniga, but it's okay. Zuniga sounds all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so, but anyhow, I think that, um, I mean, I'm obviously, you know, like um, without Italy, which Italy always does well in the. Yeah. In the final stages. Um, I, I like Spain. I think Spain have a young team, but I feel that um, it's, goals is going to be hard for them to score. So um, I I can see, uh, uh, you know, like one of those usual games that Spain plays against, uh, let's say, Belgium, and they are dominating possession all the time and then there's a counter attack and then Hazard scores a goal and, and game's game over yeah. with Thibaut Courtois having 20 saves so <laughs> it, it's something that I, I mean I feel Spain struggles I mean Spain is a good team um, 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 I will say you know I mean if, if you ask me today I mean the final should be Brazil Germany right mm-hmm. like you know it's, uh, it's unless they have to meet before right and um, and um, also I'm interested on the on the group stage, because uh, the pots are, are weird, you know, like you have Poland on the first pot, then you have Spain and England on the second pot, with Peru, Peru is in the second pot, which is, is kind of weird. Yeah, then you have, weird. so you can have, a, you can have a group of that with Brazil, let's say Brazil, Spain or England, let's put Spain, Brazil, Spain, Denmark, and then we go with, let's say, Nigeria on the final pot. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a, that's going to be a tough group, um, um, or or Morocco. Morocco plays relatively well, and then you can have an easy, really easy uh, group that probably is going to happen when it's going to be Russia, Peru, Iran, <laughs> and Saudi Arabia. Right. No, I don't, I don't think Iran, Saudi Arabia can happen. It has to be Iran and probably Serbia. I mean, mm-hmm. if they, they need to have one European usually. So. So yeah, so that could be well. Russia is European. Russia is the so, European one, yeah. Yeah, so they can be Russia, Peru, Iran, and Panama. Mm, there we that go. One. Yeah, that very interesting group to watch. So, hmm. right. <laughs> I, uh, so I don't know what. Who do you think he wins? Well, know? we obviously because we work so much with soccer. Like I follow a ton of European, mostly English, but it kind of spans it more. Just uh, reporters or just anybody kind of associated with soccer. And it seems like a lot of them really like Spain. And I just think Germany is on a whole different level. I mean, you said, you know, obviously Brazil, Germany, you thought was a a good final, but it just, Germany is just blowing everybody away. And I just don't see how Spain keep up with them. Not that they even have to play, but like, they're just, they're not, they're just not in the same tier for me. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it, it just depends. I mean, like, um, I mean, the, the problem that Germany has or has had in the World Cups lately is they they need a center-forward reference. Like, I mean, 
Germany tried to play with a with a you know Podolski or yeah. small center forward kind of like false ninety, and then they struggle to score, so they have to go back to Mario Gomez. <laughs> I mean, it seemed that Timo Werner is kind of like the answer now. Yeah, so he looks we, it. I mean. Yeah, so if, if Timo Werner has a good World Cup, I, I agree with you. I think Germany is on top of Spain. Um, the problem that Germany and Spain play very similar, so it depends. It's going to be the battle who wants to dominate possession, and and you know we'll see, we'll see. I mean I, I'm, I mean the one problem that Spain has and Germany doesn't have is that the the Spain magicians are getting older and injured. So let's see how Silva and um, Iniesta mm-hmm. get to the World Cup because they, they are they are kind of like hold hold up by duct tape both of them, so, <laughs> you know so uh, dark horse dark horse I mean it's not a big dark horse but Belgium and France are that have like definitely good squads so, yep. so you know you have uh, I mean France it was already an embarrassment of riches and and they now got Mbappe which seems like a big deal so so if there's know. a non-Spain uh, side from any of the pots two, three, or four that could win it. Obviously, the three and four would be quite a story. So, do you think anybody in those pots could win it? And two, three, or four? Yeah. Uh, hmm. It's just, it's just not. Nah. I don't nah, see it either. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's impossible. I mean, yeah. I, I think, I think that, you know, I'm. Um, Denmark's son seems like a solid side. Um, um, and, you know, King in the North, my uh, Christian Eriksen, he can't take a whole team with himself. So, you know, you know when the North unites, they mm-hmm. do good things. But I think it's too much. <laughs> I mean, it's too much to ask uh, um, Christian Eriksen to take his team to, to the championship. Yeah. Um, I, I got to say that, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just hard. I mean, like, I, I mean, for the pot two, I mean, Spain has an upside chance. You could say England has an upside chance, uh, but the rest, I mean, just it's just hard to see Colombia, Mexico, Uruguay, or Croatia. Um, and then I don't know, like, uh, I mean, Iceland. You know, Iceland always you know gets to the <laughs> final, right? Like Iceland against England again, probably is going to happen. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm good. You know, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I, for example, I. I on the first spot, I mean, R- Russia is a joke. Russia is probably the worst host in years. Mm. I mean, I think a little worse than Japan to my in my face in my in my in my hands. So who I, I'm I'm hoping wait for 2022 as a Spanish citizen that is going to be Russia, Spain, and the same group. I'm hoping that, but it's not going to happen. So, yeah. and then um, Portugal is just is just too old. It's like a, too old. I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo is too old. The size is okay, but but not enough to to compete. Argentina, you know, it depends of of, of Lionel Messi. So if Lionel Messi is um, can get in God mode as he does, and and the team helps him, mm-hmm. I mean, he might get to. I mean, he's probably going to get in the top A, I think. But uh, but Argentina against a, a team that that like for example Brazil, Germany, or even France is just just too much for them i mean they they can keep the ball and, and messi can do everything so. yeah yeah all right. all right i don't know i mean anything you see yeah i mean i want i want to see panama doing well just because it's a small country and i, I, I hope then um they do well as well as iceland just you know i like to see the small country doing okay mm-hmm. but but you know it's it's just going to be the same people at the end <laughs> yeah i mean we saw that with costa rica Four year, three years ago, I guess. Yeah. With their run, so. 
Yeah. All right. Enough of that. Let's go to the Premier League. Um, we've got a pretty big slate this on Saturday. We haven't had one, a seven-game slate in a while. Yeah. We're, we're going to miss the uh, North London derby because that's the early match. So no Arsenal and no Spurs, but we still have Man City, Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea, and then I'll describe everyone else as everyone else. Yeah, uh, else. So, yeah, it's a Champions League slay after an international break, and it was kind of like a joke because there's only few teams that actually care about the break. So, right. um, so yeah, and it's a Champions League, so it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a full slate. And we have Champions League next week, which yep. is a bit of a pain. But yeah, so uh, Man United are the biggest favorites, but Man City are expected to score the most goals, which is something we're kind of used to anytime they're on the slate. Uh, Liverpool has the two most expensive players with uh, Coutinho yep. and Salah. Salah has been ridiculous. Um, yep. And Coutinho, you assume, is going to be on set pieces. Uh, I was looking back that in games where he played with James Milner, less to think if I would play Milner and more if it affects Coutinho at all. And uh, while it does, it's not really that much. In fact, I yeah. believe one of the games that they played together, uh, Alexander, it was a Champions League game, so Alexander Arnold and Salah also took corners in that game, so that really wasn't helpful yeah. at all. <laughs> but uh, yeah. where do you, of, of those three teams, I, I'm going to put Chelsea kind of in a different tier just because I don't think they're as good as the other ones in terms of fantasy players, but which team do you think you'll have the most exposure to or you, do you think you're, you'll probably kind of sparse it out a little bit? Um, uh, probably, I mean, for Liverpool, to me, it depends on their lineup. So I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say a hot take is probably going to be my cash lineup is not going to have uh, Liverpool players and probably no Manchester City players. Wow. <laughs> so I'm going to say, you know, I'm probably going to get the most players from Man United. And I only want, I only like one actually for now. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Man United. Uh, we can go to the games and after you know you, we can talk about it. Yeah, let's let's start with Man United actually because um, yeah, that's where your hot so, take led us. So that's the that's the twelve thirty game actually. So it's that one will require a little more yeah. uh, flexibility theoretically. Yeah, that's and that's that's a problem for me. Like you know, I I I think if Marcus Rashford plays, he, yeah. should, he should be a lock. Yes, uh, but the problem is he, he doesn't play. I mean, I. I don't mind Anthony Martial, but I but Anthony Martial is not the same floor than Marcus Rashford is going to have because Marcus Rashford took most of the set pieces, even though a bunch of United set pieces is being a mess. Yeah, you know I I will say that I mean Rashford have a decent um you know spot kit uh, abilities I don't know how to call it and um and he should be fine um against a Newcastle team that. Struggle a lot with aerial balls. Um, maybe Pogba plays, which should help Rashford. I think, um, and also I, um, I also believe that you know Rafa Benitez. I mean Rafa Benitez and, and Jose Mourinho hate each other. Like, <laughs> they hate. It's a kind of like it's like a it's like a non hate. I mean, I don't know if you know. Like um, last year when Mourinho was changing, like something like that. Like Mourinho's wife said to Rafa Benitez's wife and he needs to take care of his husband's weight. So, <laughs> yeah. So, 
something like that. I stopped talking about my husband and took, took, uh, I, I think it was Rafa Benitez's wife makes some kind of statement about Mourinho. Um, then Jose Mourinho say, you need to take care more of, the, of your husband way of my, than, than myself. So, you oh. know, so that will be fun. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure uh, Rafa wants to, you know, shut down Man United, but I'm, I'm sure Jose Mourinho is going to say, you know, let's, now I have a much better team than, than you. Let's, let's just, Let's just kill this guy. So yeah, yeah. So I like Rashford. Obviously, I mean, I think, I mean, Lukaku is a, is definitely a, um, a decent play, especially a, a, against a, a side that you know half the center backs are not as solid as other teams. Yeah. Um, we saw it with Bournemouth, like uh, um, <coughs> Steve Cook got the, got the goal, and they were suffering all all game with with crosses. Uh, Actually, Mark Pugh have a great game. Hasn't scored two goals. <laughs> um, uh, so, you know, Mark Pugh plays in Marcus Rashford's spot. And Javi Manquillo didn't have a good game. So I'm, I'm, I'm unlocking Rashford in. I'm, 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 I'm going to be looking at the news to see if he's playing. I think he's playing, but, you know, um, that will be my, my first guy in. Um, uh, definitely, I think that, I mean, the, the usual suspects you can play if you want, you know, you you have uh, Ashley Young might be playing at left back or mm-hmm. or Danny Blaine or Antonio Valencia. I think there is better value at defender elsewhere, especially in in the in the Huddlefields, uh, Bournemouth game, or even even Leighton Baines that we will talk later yep. on. So uh, for me, unless you want to take uh, Lukaku besides Rashford um, and give you some. You know, maybe you can take Elliot too if they have, have your goalie. In case like um, Rashford doesn't start, you can go somewhere else and maybe get the hair if you want. I don't know, but uh, but that will be my my main uh, point for for the Man, Man United against Newcastle. Yeah, the, it seems just like you said. If if you knew Rashford was playing, he's a lock. But even even knowing that, there's still no guarantee that Juan Mata might come in and take yeah. all the corners, or even they go back to Mkhitaryan. So. Yeah, uh, it's such a pain. Um, yeah, it, it is. I'm I'm risking it just because Rashford is eight point three, so it's a little bit. It's a it's a cheaper Sané. Yep. Potentially might have set piece duty, and also you know I'm I I like the the matchup against a, a Newcastle, you know let's say right side and he's a he's a little bit wobbly. I mean like when when you get embarrassed by Mark Puke and I don't know if you saw the highlights <laughs> of the game, but but Mark Pugh actually have should have had two goals. Mm. Uh, I think he scored like eleven fantasy points. I mean he went to like five thousand now in salary, which is yeah. nuts. But uh, but um but you know like it's it's kind of that area that you know it's a good area for him and I'm I think their favor. And if you think if you think he's not gonna have the piece of things of him as a as a as a, as a martial guy. I mean martial it usually does well unless we play him, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> like last part, I mean, I, I know people like you know, we we were pumping Richarlison. I, I was pumping Richarlison so much, and then he has his worst game mm-hmm. in, in fantasy, and then the next game he came back to another twenty points. Right. So it's, yep. it's, it's it is ridiculous. So you know, like bank for a um, for a five point Marcus Rashford output on on Sunday, and a lot of Twitter hate. And then he'll, or or he won't start. Martial will start. We'll go with Martial. He'll do nothing, and then he'll have a hat trick in the Champions League when nobody plays him. 
That's right. That's what I see that's, happening. That, that's how he rolls. That's, yeah. that's, this, this game's pretty cruel, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cruel. Uh, let's go to the other Manchester side, one that you're apparently fading, um, which I don't think is actually as crazy as it sounds. I mean, at Leicester's not like the worst of matchups. I think it's more that there are better plays elsewhere. But uh, you are occasionally a Kevin De Bruyne fan. Uh, at ten thousand one hundred, it depends. Like I right. think, like you know, I, I'm gonna tell you my my take of this game, Leicester against Man City. So Leicester has been the team that has conceded most fantasy points uh, before goals or assists than mm-hmm. any other team in the league, and that's usually good for a Manchester City side. But that was before Puel came in. And I don't know if you remember Claude Puel. Uh, Southampton's Claude Puel played really well against Man City. They put a lot of pressure on top. Um, I think Leicester has a problem in in the wins when they play Mares and Demarai Gray because they don't defend. Yeah. And um, and you know if, if you saw the highlights or the match last week against Stoke. Like Jordan Shakiri have like a lot of space to work on that side. He scored a goal. He assisted. Um, so if Demarai Gray plays as a as a right as a left left midfielder and Ryan Maris plays as a right midfielder, I think there's a good 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 argument to play KDB because that's KDB area that where Shakiri moves is where KDB moves. Where, while Sterling goes and, and acts as a second forward. Mm-hmm. So, uh, KDB for 10.1 in a match, then, you know, they might need to score um, with, with share set piece duty. It's, it's enticing, you know. I mean, I like, for example, I, I, I think I'd rather pay 10 for KDB than 11K for Coutinho, and we're going to go there after um, afterwards. Um, if you know, like for Liverpool, for me, it depends. I need to see the Liverpool lineup because set pieces are a mess. So, is it continues playing and Salah is playing and Milner is playing and Henderson is playing? I mean, I don't know who's going to take sets. So, mm-hmm. it, I um, and so is a really good defensive team. Um, so I will be, I would rather spend the money on KDB on the safety of KDB than on the upside or Salah or Coutinho when they don't have set pieces. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, I'm making an argument and I'm. Usually think that you shouldn't play KDB and over eight thousand because he's playing a little bit further back. I mean, he's kind of like Fernandinho gets between the center backs, and then KDB comes and he plays um really low compared to Silva, Sterling, and Sané. But you know, it's they still score goals and assists. So, um, so anyhow, my, my point is that uh, I I feel and Klopp well is gonna. Is going to play Ben Chilwell on top of uh, Christian Fuchs. He's going to go with a double fullback hmm. for sure. I mean, he's not going to risk uh, Demarai Gray uh, playing defense against uh, Sterling KDB and Kyle Walker. <laughs> so he's, he's going to be overmatched. So he he can let that happen. So I'm sure he's going to go with. Uh, I mean, I, you might. I mean, if I think it's going to be Demarai Gray. Uh, as a second forward, and he's going to have Chil- Ben Chilwell on on Christian Fuchs' side, so they have the double fullback there. So in that case, you know they have a bit, bit, little bit more defense. Don't don't play Ben Chilwell, please. He's three point six. He's playing advanced, but he's playing advanced not to take crosses. He's playing advanced to stop 
mm-hmm. people. So he's just not going to be, I mean, anything can happen any given day, but, you know, not you shouldn't play a, a, a fullback that needs to advance just because he's advanced because, I mean, they're playing two fullbacks because the other team is very good offensively. So Everybody who has been playing Jeff Schlupp for his two points every week is nodding their heads yeah. listening. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Schlapp is it's it's just you know, I think we talked about it the other day. It's like a McDonald's food, you know. You you go, you pay two dollars for it, and you get your your cheeseburger, and, and you were happy for ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know. So anyhow, but uh, <laughs> yeah, um, but I yeah. So so in my mind, I think K, KDB is is fine. It's fine. It's a little bit pricey at this this stage. Um, you might find a more balanced lineup, lineup, a better idea for cash. Um, same with Sunny and Sterling. I mean, if you if you watch the the Arsenal Man City game, which I'm, I'm sure you did, mm-hmm. um, Sunny and Sterling uh, uh, ended with three points each on fantasy. Yep, it should have been forty. <laughs> it was I mean, not like as San- it was not as close as it looked. I mean, like, like Sterling. There's one play. I I thought Pep Guardiola was gonna get in and it's gonna it's gonna he was gonna kill Sterling <laughs> or just bench it. Like he was going like like Kevin De Bruyne gave him a pass and he was he was he and Sané against only the center back. I, I think it was holding. I don't remember. And the, I mean, the center back did his job. He was closing right, but then uh, Sterling was supposed to give like a like an easy pass and he yes. just sailed the ball. Yep. Then it was another one that Sané just put the ball in. And, I mean, Sterling didn't have enough time to get in. So, you know, Sané, Sterling, Sané and Mané are very similar. Sané a little bit more upside, I think. He has some set pieces. Uh, um, Sterling, Sané, Sterling and Mané are very similar players. So, you know, um, if you want to play Mané, I'd rather go with Sané. Mm-hmm. And if you, um, if you um, for GPP, I think, I mean, that's, KDB Sané Sterling lineup is a decent play. Obviously, I'm not sure if Kunagüero is going to play. He fainted. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I would be surprised if he played, or at least if he started. I mean, I don't know. I mean, in Europe, it's for some reason they don't care. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're missing an eye. Don't worry, you have the other eye. You can still play. <laughs> you know, let's let's just put some duct tape on the on that on that eye socket. Mm, little magic spray. Or just put you out there. I mean, like seriously, like <laughs> <laughs> you see. I mean, he said he's fine, you know, like, uh, so, but I, I I hope, and I think he's going to rest, but, you know, the problem with playing uh, Kun Aguero without Gabriel Jesus in the team, it's like one is going to get from the other. And, and it's like, uh, you don't know if you're going to get the good half or the bad half. So. Right, right. So, anyhow. Hmm. So, but that's, uh, in a nutshell, I think KDB, fine play, uh, Demarai Gray and Christian Fuchs, yes, I, I will almost make in a log. Um, Sunny Sterling, decent, um, decent plays. Uh, I think you should go other roads in cash. Um, and then the other side, I think Demarai Gray is for 4.6. It's not a bad price. Uh, if you need a forward spot, you're probably done. Um, I mean, Leicester plays at home. We club well. He's kind of like has more freedom to move. I mean, it's still eight points against Man City. It's, it's a tough ask. Yeah. Um, 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 and because is you know let's be honest I mean how much of the ball is Leicester gonna have not much so you might pay for like two long shots and two corner kicks maybe mm-hmm. four point six so 
<laughs> rather go somewhere else. Um, I guess that takes you out of Mares at sixty one hundred. Yeah, same similar. It's just it's just hard for um for 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 playing Mares for six point one when you have a safer place at at the same price or even lower. So mm-hmm. okay. yeah. Uh, so that's Man City, Man United, Liverpool. Let's go to Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea. Oh, you want, okay, Liverpool. I mean, just just a small um, talk about Liverpool. So, uh, Liverpool, the the most fantasy friendly team in the league. They score, uh, they shoot, they cross, they they pass. Salah has been incredible. He's scoring goals all the time. He's getting behind the defender. Now he's taking set pieces, at least on the right side. Um, but you have to pay 11k for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, on the other side, we have uh, a boring Southampton team. <laughs> but South- Southampton is is I think is um, with Man City and and Tottenham is the team that has conceded the least amount of fantasy points to any side. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, like like for example, I remember the Chelsea game, and there's not much fantasy there. I mean, Mauricio Pellegrino is a coach that is used to play with a team that is overmatched against a bigger team. He did it in Spain successfully multiple times with Alaves. I mean, in fact, that's the reason he got the the job here mm-hmm. in Southampton because you know he could stop uh, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Atletico, or you know every other team was bigger than. Than Alaves in Spain, which is a small city in the north, um, and you have uh, you have Mario Lemina, you have Oriol Romeo, you have Steven Davis, you have three guys that are mostly defensive midfielders. Then you have Tadic, which is probably not going to play much, and Redmond and, and Gabbiadini. So I'm sure he's just going to go with one forward and a lot of the defense. Mario Lemina is a good play, actually. I mean, if you he, see, he's, I think he's out actually. Oh, is he out? Yeah, he's out. Oh, poor fella. Well, th- <laughs> that, that, that case... actually changed my opinion slightly. Only, I mean, yeah, he it, does, it all... he does because he's very good. Yeah, it all guarantees that. Uh, uh, I don't know if it guarantees, but it makes me feel like Stephen Davis is going to start next to Romeo, but they don't really have anybody defensively. In, I mean, uh, what's his name? Hoyberry never plays, which is yeah. Hoyberry, Hoyberry doesn't play much. That's a weird one to me, but. It seems like everybody yeah. else they have are just attackers, and so I don't know how yeah. they line up. Yeah, let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's probably going to be Stephen Davis with with Romeo. Right. Um, you know, it's possible that they. Uh, yeah, we'll see what we do. I mean, it's like in that case, you know, I like a Liverpool even more. But the problem with Liverpool is, even though you know they are at home and they are they are a fantasy friendly team, it's like um, Milner is healthy. And rested. Mm-hmm. Salah healthy and rested. Coutinho somehow healthy, somehow <laughs> rested. Uh, Mane got injured, but he's back. Mm-hmm. They say he's fine. Then you have Oxlade Chamberlain, um, and even Henderson is supposed to play. Yep. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. It's not that I'm not saying that Henderson is in play, but Henderson takes set pieces sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. So it's kind of like it becomes a mess. Then you have. Um, the fullbacks, Moreno and and Alexander Almer, and everybody's priced up. As you mentioned, you know, like Salah is like a whole one thousand more than Kevin De Bruyne, mm-hmm. three thousand more than Marcus Rashford. Um, 
even even than Lukaku, like is uh, I mean, like I know Lukaku hasn't been good, but it's you know, like I mean, against Newcastle, you you would think he would have five shots in him. You would think. You would think, right? So it's kind of like it's gonna Salah gonna have five shots against Southampton, maybe I'm not sure, but uh, but I'd rather I'd rather go elsewhere, especially in cash. I mean, you can you can definitely have, uh, as I say, you know, you can. There's there's decent value plays at midfield and, and defense, and um, so you can you can probably have Salah or or KDB. But if, if one of those doesn't do well, you're probably not gonna not gonna do well. So yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. So interesting slate. I mean, it's seven games. It's tough. It's a tough slate. Seven games. The the five um, Champions League teams are playing. I mean, two in there, one in the early. Game so the other four are playing and the other and they are all big favorites so it's, you can go either way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, Sorry. Let's talk about Chelsea. Uh, they are playing at uh, West Brom, which yes, yeah. Problem with Chelsea is the, I mean Chelsea is um, how how to put this nicely is the it's a it's a fantasy graveyard. Yeah. Is is the is the way to do it? I mean, Chelsea, good team, play fantastic game against Man United. Seems to play better against uh, tougher opponents than all like uh, easier opponents. Um, West Brom is kind of like in shambles, but West Brom is a team that is not fantasy friendly because people don't cross against West Brom. I mean, you're not going to cross against the towers, and and you know you you end up like playing to your ability of getting shots and, and plays inside. So you, you are at the mercy of goals and assists. So when you put that together, say, well, Alvaro Morata is, is scoring almost every game, but you have to pay 10000 for him, yeah. more, more than Lukaku. So um, Alvaro Morata, as uh, any goal defender forward, is going to give you 24 or 14, as his last slots showing. Um, so Africans is relatively cheap, but again, like... Uh, uh, I, I don't think you should play Cesc Fabregas against um, uh, West Brom. I mean, there's no reason to cross in the boss, especially, especially now that than David Luiz is in the in the naughty side. I don't know <laughs> how, to, how to say it. And it's a question. The, it's, a, it's a thing that... So, you know, in a nutshell, I mean, Marcos Alonso, for some reason... Somebody decided that he's going to be midfielder, so you're going to pay six thousand for for Marcos Alonso, not even using a defender spot. And then, um, and then you know what else? I mean, Sapa Costa is expensive. Aspiliqueta is priced as a fullback now. Um, so you know, you end up the the only player you can feel good about value is is Bakayoko, <laughs> <laughs> which is forty one hundred. Yeah, so we uh, it just yeah. I'd like to point out that West Brom have allowed the third most crosses in the Premier League this year. Yeah, they're not turning into much, but yeah, we have seen at least them give up plenty. Yeah, Uh, no, I I mean some teams give plenty, but but see, do you have the locks there against the the top five teams? Uh, I can. Yeah, if you have it, if not, don't worry. I got it here. So let's see. Uh, have they played any? Arsenal, they allowed 13. Yeah. Man City, they allowed 6. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Of um, Stoke, who I know is not top 6, had 34, and Brighton had yeah. 35. 
So maybe there yeah, you go. That's, that's <laughs> the thing, you know, like a, a stoke is going to cross because, you know, yep. hey, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, a, a top side then can, um, then can pass through it. I mean, when you have Eden Hazard, you don't cross to the box. It's just, True. just that simple. I mean, you have Alvaro Morata, which is the best header of the ball in the league now. So I'm, I'm sure Chelsea is crossing a lot more. But, but, uh, but you know, like, uh, are you going to play Marcos Alonso? Or are you going to play Fabregas? Are you going to play uh, Spiriqueta or Zapacosta? I mean, you could. This is the price is too high. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, for it's just like, I mean, if you want to play Alvaro Morata for 9.9, I'd rather play KDB for 10.1. I'd rather play Sané for 9.4. Mm-hmm. I'd rather play Lukaku even. Uh, are you going to play Eden Hazard? Eden Hazard is 9,000. So it's just, it's again, it's like, well, Eden Hazard is just too much money. I mean, the only value you see, is, it says Fabregas is not a bad value if you think they're going to have to cross a lot. But, um, but not even says is doing as as well in fantasy, you know, lately. Yeah. So you have, you know, seven points, six points, like, <clears throat> like five, six crosses is not going to do it for you. I mean, you need an assist and, and maybe a couple of shots, which could happen, you know. I'm again, that's like, um, I mean, I, for example, like I, I'd rather play Juan Cabai than, than Cesc Fabregas for mm-hmm. this money. So, so anyhow, so that's that's my take. So nobody in the West Brom Chelsea game, unless you get uh, James McLean with none of the other set piece takers of West Brom. I, I wouldn't <laughs> mind James McLean for tri- for okay. three point one. So okay, three point one. So it's, if you need salary, I mean, if you want to load into Liverpool and Man City. So because you know, I mean, James McLean. I mean, he, he's a knucklehead, and he can probably get spelled, but you know, he can give you six points easy. <laughs> Did you play him in the? Uh... World Cup qualifying slate, if I remember correctly. I did. Yeah, both, yeah. Both times, yeah. Okay. You know, fun, uh, fun story. I mean, if, God, I, I, I have so many uh, stories. So you know that James McLean doesn't use a poppy uh, during the yes. the memorial. So, uh, so the reason for that, I don't know if you know it, but I, I can tell you. So um, he's born in Derry, Derry, Northern Ireland. Um, it's a it's a it's a very Catholic area that was. Uh, when the you you know that that you two son the Sunday Bloody Sunday <laughs> yes yes I'm sure you do so the Bloody Sunday was in in Derry mm-hmm. in, in so they the England army killed uh, manslaughter um, seventeen um, civilians or eighteen civilians th- thinking they were terrorists they're IRA terrorists and and it was proved and it was not it was just a, a brutal use of force so. Since the memorial is for all the achievement of the UK military, he says, I'm not going to use that. They kill my my friends and family. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so that's the reason he doesn't use it. And everybody whistles at him. I, I like his stand. You know, you, you got you to gotta love some guy, somebody that stands for, for his rights. And <laughs> as, also because he's profound Catholic, he's playing for Ireland, for the Republic, instead of for the for the area, for Northern Ireland. So. Mm-hmm. He's, um, he's a good guy to know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, so that's yeah. the reason why James McLean doesn't use the poppy. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Yoan Kabai, so let's go to Crystal Palace Everton. Uh, Kabai has been awesome uh, yep. of late. He's at fifty eight hundred, which still seems really cheap. Um, yeah. And. Any Kabai conversation ultimately makes me wonder if I could still play Andros Townsend as well. Um, but 
it seems like this is that even playing against Everton, who who knows what they're gonna how they're gonna look, but yeah, that slightly feels like a little too much Crystal Palace. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and this is my take. So you know, since Hoxton came to the team, he's playing a more um, interior game. Mm-hmm. What I mean by this is like um, when I when I saw Hoxton, I saw Andres Townsend getting the responsibility. I was pretty excited because I thought, well, he's going to take all the set pieces of the majority, and he's going to play on the wing with Bentek. I mean, this. I mean, we know Andres Townsend can put 15 fantasy points without set pieces. So we're talking about a coach and trust him. Um, we're talking about a winger, um, and he's going to be awesome. I mean, he was a lock of mine for a couple of weeks. Then I start watching the games. So what happened is that Andrew Thompson plays as a second forward with Wilfred Zaha, as long as Benteke is out, which I don't know when he's coming back. Um, so Thompson as a second forward is not the same as in the wing. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have a space to run. He has to distribute game. So the game I play him, I mean, he could have had four or five assists but when you when you're passing the ball to Jeffrey Schlupp or James McCartan they're not very good shooters I mean somebody in the in the Rotowire chat posted that he was looking at the at the cheat sheet stats and I, I welcome everybody to that listening to the pod to go on and look at the cheat sheet stats for the APL uh, Crystal Palace is horrible scoring goals yeah. so I mean so Johan Cabai is probably I mean you're counting only on peripherals for him I mean don't is He's not a good shooter. He, he's not a, never been a, a good long-distance shooter. He scores a goal. I mean, he's had five goals a season, a guy. <clears throat> so we cross it, you're not going to get it for him. Now, Kabai. Kabai is coming from second line, and he's free to move. So Johan Kabai is playing as he used to play in Newcastle, and as a, as a kind of like a box-to-box, more a cam midfield mm-hmm. he he had set pieces so you have a guy then you know he's gonna take the major set pieces um and he's gonna he he's taking shots from from behind the box then you he comes a team like everton that is really in shambles he's really bad in, in self-esteem he's concealing a lot of crosses um so you have a, a guy for 5.8 that might give you 10, 12 points. I think Kabai is, is very close to a lock to me. I mean, I wish the salary was 5,000 instead of 4, instead of 5A, but it is what it is, you know. Yeah. So Kabai will be the main piece for me, and I, I'm almost thinking he's almost a, a lock if you if you think uh, the opponent, the current form of the opponent. So There is talk that Christian, well, not talk, Christian Benteke is fit again. I don't know if he starts. Yeah. If if he starts, does that change your opinion on Townsend enough? Yes, it does. It does. That was emphatic. <laughs> no, it's just it's just. Uh, I mean, I understand we want to play Andrews Townsend as a as a as a second forward and Wilfred has a, as a as a forward, just because you have nothing else. Uh huh. They don't have nothing else. But when you have been a reference and been taken, and you can get Tonson on one side and Wilfred Zaha on the other, I mean, we're talking about, you know, fantasy goodness. At mm-hmm. least it was last year. So you know, for for and again, an Everton team then is gonna have, 
you know, he's just really low on self-esteem. I mean, uh, John Joe Kenny on one side, Leighton Baines with more offensive responsibilities now. Um, I wouldn't mind um, Andrew Thompson. I mean, 7K might be a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit hesitant, but I would definitely play him in one lineup. Okay. And what yeah. about on the, you mentioned Baines. He seems like the only one who's really playable. I mean, it's not like Crystal Palace have been great yeah. defensively, so... Yeah, I'm I'm all enough to remember when uh, Gilfie Sigerson was nine ten thousand. He was a must play. He was a must play. Mm-hmm. So so Everton. So my take with Everton. So um, only one corner last last week against Watford. Uh, Baines took mm-hmm. it. They scored. Um, uh, when the penalty was in, uh, Sigerson and Rooney were out. So. Baines to the PK, mm-hmm. and um, so I don't know if he's is Leighton Baines going to be sharing. It seems like Siggy doesn't have the set piece monopoly anymore. No. So you don't have the upside. I don't even know if he has this one side after Leighton Baines. Mm-hmm. You got to think that uh, Dave Answorth is a is a local guy. He's a he's a he's a homegrown Everton player. I even think he played with Leighton Baines. I'm not sure. I think that when he was, was retired, Leighton Baines was coming in. So um, he seems to trust his uh, his youngsters and, and his English players. Um, rightly so, because Everton is the, is the under-23 champion on, on, in, the, in the whatever development league is. So, uh, so in a nutshell, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I'm talking so much for say Leighton Baines seems kind of like this centerpiece of the team mm-hmm. um, for fantasy so for for 5.2 against a crystal palestine that we know is really bad against set pieces and more other other stuff um is somebody that i mean you want to play i mean i'm not sure if he's a lock because you know you have some decent defenders and maybe 5.2 push you in a weird territory but and also i'm not sure he's going to have set piece monopoly and he only have one cross for an open play last time yep against Watford. So that's a little bit of a concern. Um, because we know Rooney is playing, Rooney's gonna take the PK. And if I'm not sure I think after Rooney should be Baines. I am sure Sigerson is in the in the back burner. Um Sigerson. Seven point three. Mm-hmm. You'll never get him that cheaply. It is a decent price. Um in the game against Watford, he sh- should have, could have, would have scored a goal. <laughs> Without the goals, he scored 10 points, mm-hmm. which is for 7.3 is not bad. I mean, yep. We know a guy, Siggy, that usually gives you 14 points in a regular day. I know his confidence is probably low, and I'm, I'm sure Answorth doesn't like him, but you know, maybe maybe he comes back uh, energized from the, from the from the break and. And, you know, he he gives you a goal and assist, seven point three again. The Crystal Palace team and concede a lot of crosses. Um, I mean, if you ask me, is Sigi or Sané? I know Sané has more outside, but 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 Sigurdsson is is almost two thousand cheaper. Yeah, I'm more than two thousand cheaper. Um, you know, so so that's that was my thinking. Now, you can have a, a decent cash line now without Liverpool, without Man City, um, and if you don't want to race Rashford without Man United. So you're saying you can come up with a decent cash lineup and Gilfie Sigurdsson as part of it? Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I didn't expect to go there. Oh, no. I know. I know. But, uh, I know. Hmm. It's, uh, it's, uh, it might be a, a little bit of a hot tape, but, you know, 
you have a guy that if he's playing seems to get to 10 points easily he's not gonna have the set pieces we don't know mm-hmm. but he might have one side i mean Leighton Baines takes the ones on the on the left side so they you know they they bend towards the goal and he should have the other side because he's a right a right footed mm. um he's guilty series on this Still, is a good set piece taker. So, sure, sure. against a, against a, a team that needs being in shambles against set pieces. So, anyhow, I mean, I'm, okay. I'm not saying that um, that you should do it, but you know, um, I I won't be I won't be mad. I mean, well, you know, I don't know the optimals as as much as everybody else does after, especially after the fact. So, but uh, but before the fact, I think that Sigurdsson is a nice guy catch play. Okay, All right. I like it. Uh, before we get to the final two games, a uh, quick thank you and message from our sponsor, Play Up. Do you want to win prizes by following your favorite sports? Do you think you can pick a better team than the so-called pros? Then Play Up is the place for you. Play Up offers free daily fantasy sports across the Premier League, NFL, NBA, and more. All you have to do is choose a challenge, select your players while remaining under the salary cap, and then watch their real-life actions help them rack up points on the live leaderboard. The better your team does, the more prize money you win. Keep entering challenges across the season to make your way up the ultimate champion leaderboard where sports fans from across the globe determine who has the greatest sporting knowledge. There are always games on, and once you build up your digital wallet, you can enter platinum challenges, which are higher risk but offer much higher rewards. So what are you waiting for? Get to playup.com for the most realistic daily fantasy experience across all your favorite sports. Let's go to Huddersfield and Burnmouth. Perfect. I don't um, know why anybody wouldn't want to be really excited to talk about Huddersfield and Burnmouth. I, I am. I am. I'm good. Good. Uh, the only the only thing I had to say about this game is that I'm not sure Aaron Moy starts, and if he doesn't, where does that leave us? Uh, Aaron Moy. Aaron Moy shouldn't. Start. Right. Or saying with Chris Wood, those two guys shouldn't. Um, they could. I don't think. I mean. Yeah, I don't think those guys are going to start. It's just, uh, I mean, the traveling has been brutal. Yeah. Brutal. From going to, to Latin America, Central America, back to Australia, I'm, I'm four. I mean, one of those FIFA seats, that's ridiculous. They should do a one match in a central place somewhere. That's but what I, I was thinking. I guess, I guess the countries, I mean, I guess the countries deserve to see their, their players, so, and they, they deserve home advantage. But... You know, well, FIFA is just a it's just a bunch of ridiculous uh, decisions uh, of an awesome tournament they they own. So mm. anyhow, anyhow, we're not talking about politics here. So, so what happened here? So, what I'm excited about Burnham and Huddersfield, um, we had cheap players. Yes, we had cheap players that that perform. So, anyhow, is a guy that never ever changes a lineup when he wins. <laughs> never. Okay. Never. You could you could see it. I mean. Unless it's an injury or something, he will never change his lineup. That means that Simon Francis is going to be a fullback. Mm-hmm. Simon Francis at home, four point one. Um, it's um, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, it's goods are coming. I mean, I've never seen Simon Francis play, playing fullback giving you less than eight points. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a game. I need to check my my database. But uh, unless it's a it's a tough matchup. He had played two games as a fullback this season. They, they, the first one against West Brom, nine points. And that's without clean sheet. Mm-hmm. And then against Newcastle, 11 points. That's with clean sheet. So um, we have a guy that might be um, close to double digits at home with a, a, in, a, in a direct 
competitor or rival, right? Like, you know, Bournemouth and Huddersfield are mm-hmm. fighting for the same, same, you know, to survive. Um, and usually like to play fullbacks in, in, in games that are evenly matched okay. because that means that, you know, like uh, both teams are attacking. The, the score is not going to get out of hand. I mean, they both, especially the home team, is going to need to attack and go forward. So um, I think France is just a, it's a good play. Uh, same for the for the fullbacks on, on Huddersfield. So they were really good last week. Scott Malone and Florian Hader Unai. I think I say that right, Hader Unai. Yes. I'm the, I, I butchered it significantly last time, so that sounds well, the, reasonable. The trick, I'll tell you the trick. Um, whenever it's uh, Slavic, Last name, mm-hmm. the J sounds like I. Mm-hmm. So Ahader Yonai. Yonai. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like for example, any guy do you remember like uh, that that have uh, those those weird thing is an I. So Florian Ljungberg. Right. There's a uh, just to play for Arsenal, I think. Right. Swedish player. It was probably well before my Arsenal time. Sorry. <laughs> I, remember, I still remember what Adam Smith was bossing uh, in Arsenal. So, mm, okay. How do you ever read a f- favorite pitch? No. Uh, it's a you should well, it's, it's hard to read if you don't know the story. But uh, uh, favorite pitch is a book about Arsenal. The the writer is a, is a God, I forgot his name. He's a he's a big big Arsenal fan. Um, he wrote a bunch of uh, um. Of books of romantic comedies, like there is a uh, Nick Hornby. Nick Hornby is the writer, and uh, Nick Hornby, um, you know the High Fidelity the movie. Yes. About a boy. Mm-hmm. Those are books that he uh, that he uh, that they were adapted to, oh, okay. and there is a fever pitch version that is made with Boston, the, the Boston Red Sox. There is uh, an English version that is made with Colin Firth, and they talk about Arsenal. So. Mm. Uh, it's just a, it's just the love of Arsenal for him, and he takes you to all the seasons. It's it's, it's a good book to read. Is if you're an Arsenal fan, okay. You know the the. I think the the initial phrase like I fell in love with eleven men in short in shorts and you know with a <laughs> with a red stripe and things like that. It's really good. Anyhow, um, what are we talking about? So, uh, Burnmouth uh, and Florida, yeah, Florida Heather and I or. Tommy Smith let me down the other day, but it's not a bad spot for him. He's cheaper too. Um, Scott Malone is decent too. I'm not sure Chris Lowe is going to play, but you know, yeah, yeah, I I will think that Hader uh, and I and Malone are, are disturbed by stars, so I'm, I'm going to go with them. Um, if Aaron Moy doesn't play, Tom Ames is 4.6. Mm. Tom Ames, uh, you know, without a single corner because the uh, Huddersfield didn't have. Corners against um, who they play with? I forgot. Um, Before the break. Yeah. Um, West Brom. West Brom exactly. They they only have one corner. And Arm Moy took it. Uh, Tommy's have like ten points. All peripherals. Mm-hmm. Let me check. So I don't want to be. I don't want to be. A... Let's see. Three shots. Two on goal. Two tackles. Yeah. One. Three fouls drawn. <laughs> Yeah, so he 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 gives you. I mean, he's down five hundred after an eleven points performance, and with potential set piece uh, monopoly against a, a decent uh, opponent. So against Tonians, Joan Cabai, those are two guys, and you might 
Wait, what's your lineup? Marcus Rashford, and then you know, and the sky's the limit. Um, I think I think we fell for the uh, Tom Ince monopoly in the last yeah. the last time Mui came back from international duty, and Van Lapara took more corners. Oh, you're right. I yeah. forgot about Van Lapara. Van yeah. Lapara was actually the best offensive player in that game. Yep. That goal was a peach. Wow, what a shot! I don't know if you saw it. I did. Yes. That wow. was the the West Brom game, not the not the match that he took the corners in. Yeah, no, you're right. You're yeah. right. No, he didn't take corners because uh Moy was back, yeah. Exactly. But hey, you have Van Rapa Lapara cheaper than Tommy and yep. coming out, out of like decent, decent performances. When he starts he seems to get to ten points mm-hmm. and you tell me that he might get set pieces. Not my bad. god. Not bad. My god. God, I'm not gonna say I'm not I'm not a toad anymore. So I'm not gonna give player picks, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, dear, the uh, uh, Van Lapara, yeah, put Van Lapara in your in your thoughts. <clears throat> um, I think Junior Stanislas still Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Pugh took a set piece um, last game. Sorman took one. The one they scored a goal. So yep. you, you know. Sorman is unplayable. Don't even think about it. So. <laughs> but Mark Puke is um, have a decent outpo- output, four point seven. I liked the performance he had. My problem with Mark Puke is I have fallen into the park life many times, mm-hmm. and it's not pretty. No. It's not pretty when he doesn't do well. So I'm I'm gonna say that it was mostly um, um, Newcastle problem on the right side than. Um, than uh, than Mark Puke's performance. So, I mean, four point seven is a little bit too pricey. If he was four, I would be okay. But I think I I rather have Tonins and Van Lapara. Sure. At that price, even without Moy, I would have Van Lapara over Puke. Uh, maybe Tonins. I mean, Tonins is you know it's like it's a hero miss. His dad was awesome though. Could <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have Demar Paul. Gray too. He's in that yeah. range. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I would rather go with uh, Tommy Ince, Van Lepara, Puke than Gray. I mean, just Gray is awesome, but it's, it's just Man City doesn't concede fantasy points. I mean, yeah. you see the, the the fantasy points against uh, Man City, and it's like it's ridiculous, like uh, like nothing. Yeah. Like, you get nothing. Like you get two shells here and there, and yeah, they have like the that. ball too much. Yeah, so they, there you go. So you know, you might end up in your lineup with two, three Burnemouth, Huddersfield players so that's the game you want to watch all right you sold me on that one (laughs) um last game is swansea at burnley uh you mentioned you don't think chris wood will start which seems reasonable to me yeah Uh, i'm not sure i was playing chris wood anyway no we're not um but with burnley you theoretically end up close to robbie brady and Home against Swansea seems like the right time, but seven thousand is a pretty uh, high price for me there. Yeah, no, Robbie Brady is just uh he's just he's borderline playable at that price. Mm-hmm. It's just um I mean it's just Burnley the style of play. It's um you 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 will think that he should be crossing more since it's a more you know English style of play. They have tall center forwards, and he should be crossing more. But 
the reality is like he, he's not. So Burnley doesn't uh, Burnley doesn't attack as much, and you know I don't think there is a game they have have more than ten shots. So without shots, there's no corners. Without set pieces, uh, it's a sad ready time. <laughs> so so it's just it's just hard to play him for seven k. I mean, he will be he if he was five k. You say well, you know, do I want uh, Kabai or? ready and i think kabai is the answer so you know that takes it out of out of the pool i mean i have no burnley player on this uh, on this game i'm mildly mildly intrigued by swansea mm. and the reason is um seeing that tom carroll is being relegated for sex duty sex set piece duty <laughs> the fan of my sex pieces you know they, they're probably gonna hear it several times you know there it is like, yeah yeah, they will make it. They will make fun of me on the other pod all the time. Hey, you know. I think they're thankful. I don't think they're making fun. Yeah, no, no, it's, it is fun to just think about the sexy pieces. So, um, anyhow, so last match, um, San Lucas took all the set pieces on the left side of the field, and Key Key Yonson mm-hmm. took the ones on the right. Uh huh. Horrible, both of them. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I saw one. And I mean, it was a really bad uh, corner taken. It, it counts. It counts for point. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'm trying to say with this is, uh, uh, without Tom Carroll taking set pieces, you have either Klukas or Key or Renato. Mm-hmm. It's Renato star. So I think if Renato comes back, Renato Sanchez should take the right right side set pieces. Renato is only three point five, and he is a guy that. I mean, have no reason to be playing in this game. He's probably the most talented player in the field, <laughs> even injured. So we're talking about a guy that you know can give you eight points on full drones, shot here and there. Now he's taking set pieces. Um, Swansea needs points. I mean, I can see a, a scenario that Renato gives you six, seven points easily for 3.5. So it's, it's a great play, especially a budget play if you want to go with Liverpool and Man City guys um, the problem with Renato is like he's he's not healthy he hasn't played in a while yeah um, Clement said that uh, he doesn't know he's going to be ready and uh, and if he plays you know you're kind of like well if he plays he should be ready to play but but Renato's style of play is about absorbing contact I mean he he keeps the ball a lot he he he, he gets a lot of falls and you know you get you know he can get Nick easily you know, comes uh, somebody like Jack Cork or, or you know, whatever. And if these guys are not, no, they're not very not nice tacklers, so they know they're gonna go against Renato. He doesn't play. I think Lucas has is good value, and I'm mildly intrigued by Key if you need a a cheap cheap midfielder. So that's crazy. Um, and I know, I know it's crazy, but uh, for what I here on the comments, and I know this is coach speak. Coach speaks more than anything else. Um, Clement said that you know they're missing key, then key is like kind of like the player that makes everything goes together. Um, he used to be decent um, for fantasy, like before, like with with uh, when uh, no Brandon Rogers, uh, the guy that was before. Uh, forgot his name. He's uh, he's in with Fulham now, but anyhow, um, uh, 
he was a guy that with John Joe Shelby, he will be like kind of like Matt Ritchie and John Joe Shelby. Uh, right now, so John Joe will take sex, but he will take sets, and he will get five, eight points easily. So for 3.1, I know there's not much outside, but I mean, you can have some set pieces against the Burnley side and defense a lot at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure you want to go down there. I think that. I'm pretty uh, sure I don't want to go down there. Yeah. Um, That's just me. Kluk, yeah, Klukas is not bad, especially now that Martin Olsen should be back. I saw Martin Olsen play some minutes in the, with Sweden. Yeah. Um, so he should be back. Um, and San Lucas, he, he, in against uh, Burnley, he has seven points playing as a, as a fullback with nine crosses. Uh, um, can have a similar performance now uh, against uh, Burnley, especially now playing a little bit further advanced in the field. He might have an opportunity to shoot now. Mm-hmm. Um, for 4.1, it's not bad. I mean, like, um, my heart is on Van La Parra for that, in that range. But uh, but uh, but Klukas is uh, is a is a nice pivot in my mind. Okay. Do you want to talk about goalkeeper? I was just care, about to right? say that. Yeah, we don't care, right? Like, uh, you still need to pick one, though. Yeah. Okay, favorite goalkeeper. Um, I'm gonna say my favorite goalkeeper is gonna be Robert Elliott. Uh. Newcastle. Yeah, thirty six hundred. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I can be swayed to play Caster Michael mm-hmm. or Fraser Forster. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw a stat the other day that Fraser Forster is not stopping many shots. No. So and it made me feel a little bit scared. I know Southampton doesn't concede many shots, but if the the few they're gonna concede are gonna come in, that's not good for fantasy. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to met minus two in my in my in my lineup if I can avoid it. Um, if you if you had this salary, if you had this salary, I would like to play loss. Lossel or loss. I don't know how to say it. Mm. I'm gonna say Jonas Lossel. You like him if more it, than more than Fabianski? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, yes. I guess there's probably but, more well, save upside, for yeah, sure. Well, yes, I, that's what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah. Fabian Fabianski is, is, yeah, I guess Fabianski. Yeah, if you can you can get to those range, it's not bad. Um, I will play uh, Fabianski and Lossel over. Over, for example, Foster. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a big fan of Foster. Um, I agree with that, yeah. Uh, then if you guys... Uh, uh, Hennessy picks for, I don't know, if you if you have the salary. I mean, um, I, I'd rather... I think I go Elliot or the, the two we mentioned. Elliot. Elias, Michael, uh, Fabianski, and Lossel. That will be the four goalies I go. And if... Hey, if you had the salary, sure, go for, for go for David De Gea. I think David De Gea is gonna have a, a quiet afternoon, mm-hmm. probably a ten pointer, um, or a or a minus or a minus or a three pointer. <laughs> so you know that's what you get with the with Spencer goalkeeper. I'm gonna not play him, but uh, Liverpool have only allowed one goal at home this year. True. Not that I'm going to pay 55 for Simone Mignolet, but they're much better defensively at home. No, it's it's just it's hard to score um, 
on Liverpool, mm-hmm. and I'm sure for for at home. Um, just uh, you know, it's just I mean, it's a, it's a matter of taste. I think that if I'm gonna pay for goalie, um, well, the hair is 500 more expensive, so. I'm not going to pay for Mignon. If I if I have money left over for a goalkeeper, I'm probably spending it somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. I just you know I I I'm afraid that that Southampton is a is a is a better team than than we expect. Okay. Um, um, on the sense that you know they struggle to score for sure, but uh, but I, I counter against a, a open wide open Liverpool team can can really hurt you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've. I'm not sure, man. I mean, I, I'm. I mean, goalies, whatever. I always go with the cheap goalie just because uh, it's um it's a pricing thing. Like the the way the algorithm prices the goalkeeper is is based on odds, and and odds are not the only thing that get, gives you points. So you know, like um, you get points by saves, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, and a win is just it's just a expectation. So you know, I mean, you can play like the way I see it. You can play. Uh, Let's say uh, Simon Mignolet, Anki, or you can play. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll try to be honest here. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or you, or you could play um, Elliot and Johan Kabai. That seems pretty easy to me. Yeah, so you know, that's that's. I I try not to think about the goalie in, in isolation, like. You know, like uh, probab- probabilistically, you are going to be wrong all, most of the time. It's like driving, you know, you're driving, there are three, three lanes and it's traffic. And the probability of the other two lanes go faster than yours is two thirds, 66%. So obviously, <laughs> obviously, they're going to go faster more often than not. Mm-hmm. Um, well, with golly, you have seven times two, you have 14 gullies to peak. So you probably that your goalie does better than anyone else is one over fourteen. So mm. just don't overthink it. Don't <laughs> overthink it. Uh, think about the two by two you can do with your with your goalie or even the three by three. Um, and if that makes sense to you, do it. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyhow, that's that's my take on goalies. I love it. Hopefully, I love it. Yeah, yeah. All right. If anybody has any follow-up questions for Luis, you can find him uh, in the Rotowire Slack chat, or you can find him on Twitter at. Do you pronounce it Pacheco or Pacheco? Or Pachegol. I pronounce it Pachegol. Pachegol, so, that's what I thought. All right. Yeah. Pachegol 2010. Yeah. That's P A C H E G O L 2010. You can find me at Rotowire Andrew. <laughs> I'm also available in the Rotowire Slack chat. Thank you to um, our sponsors, Play Up, once again. And Luis, thank you for coming on the podcast again. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. And, and thank you for all you do, man. We appreciate it. And, you know, we're going to have a lot of soccer for now until Christmas. So let's get <laughs> to it. Yeah, let's get to it. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better, and your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. 
Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.